You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of two. And I'm Carol, your dating and relationship coach. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? Hello? Hey, Becca. Oh. <laughs> now that shows you how unpracticed we are. <laughs> like, hello? hello? Are you, oh, are you there? there? Are you there? <laughs> so how have you been? Oh, you know, just uh, chilling. Just chilling over this last year since the last time we recorded. How about you? Just, just staying in the house, hiding my masks. Everywhere that I might need them in case I forget one. Uh-huh. A whole new life. It's a whole new life we're sure living does. right now. <laughs> sure is. I'm going to play you a little something, so just hang tight. By the way, I might be giving some little coughs throughout this episode. Not feeling well. Pray for me, guys, <laughs> that I don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> That'll really date this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Listen exactly. back and be like, hey, remember coronavirus? <laughs> remember that? Or it'll be like, like the bird flu. It'll be like, oh shit, like someone will be listening to this from like another planet and they'll be like, oh, coronavirus, that's how everybody went out. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's... <laughs> well, guys, I didn't get the coronavirus just in case I was in your thoughts and prayers. Yes, I have also avoided the coronavirus. So that has been a real, real high point of this time is that I have not gotten sick with corona. Um, yes. How about you? How's your family and everybody is good? Everybody's good. It's interesting because, you know, the news affects so much of how you perceive what's going on and just how people are acting around you. So my parents, well, they're older as well. My parents who live in Philly are way more um, scared and concerned. And even friends that live in Philly are a lot more scared and concerned and talk about it all the time. And here in Florida... You know, good old Florida. (laughs) It's like it's not even happening, huh? It's kind of like it's not even here. It's like everything's open. We're just walking around. We put our masks on to go to the grocery store. But like I remember Paul was talking to his mom and she said that they were on the beach and um, she was like, and I forgot my mask. And he was like, what? You wear masks to the beach? Right. Well, she's in L.A., which is I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think in general places where, like besides the West Coast, which has had it so bad, but you know where I am too, it's just so much warmer outside that so you can be outside with people. So we still go to parks and playgrounds and you know right. we have all these ways that we can socialize. And I know for people in the Northeast, especially now that it's getting colder and people are forced to be inside, that it's, you know, the problem is just um, Man. expanding and, and it makes people super nervous to do anything and everyone's getting that, you know, that feeling of... um of uh, being stuck inside again. I know. One of my uh, girlfriends who lives with their boyfriend got mad at him and was like, she lives in Philly, and she was like, man, I wish I could just leave the house. Like, they're just both stuck in the house together working at home. And she's like, I wish I could just leave the house and go to a coffee shop. And I'm like, "Uh, girl, why can't you? And she was like, "Uh, because everything's closed. I was like, COVID. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not down here. (laughs) Right. You're like, come on down to Tampa. This is is great. We're just all pretending like this doesn't exist. The weather's just fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. So we, you know... We're back, right? 
Yes, we are. We're back, bitches. It took We're us back. a long time to get back and not because we didn't want to be here. But honestly, it for me, it was mostly about having my kids home from um, school and not being able to schedule any babysitters or anything to come and be with me. Um, and then, of course, mm-hmm. I had a baby, which was right. uh, <laughs> which was interesting. And also, weirdly enough, was born on the same exact day as your I baby. Know. I know. Isn't that crazy? That was crazy. That was really strange. He was two weeks late, this little fucker. June 29th. Mine was born right on his due day because they induced me. But look at that. Babies on the same day. And we're both in April. We're close too. Yeah, we are. So here's connections. That's right. Of course. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to just take a brief second to fill all of our listeners in on where we've been and what we've been up to. We're not going to belabor this we're just gonna act like the last well we the last time we saw you guys was in March and now it's Mm -hmm. December so we'll act like the last nine months can be summed up in 10 minutes and then we're gonna tell you about what we have coming for you in 2021 we're super excited about it and we're just you know hopefully you're here and you're happy to hear our voices and we're just so happy to be back so let's start with this Carol we'll say uh where have you been where have you been that's not even a song, but that's okay. Well, I've been here in Florida, like I said, where the pandemic is not that much of a thing. Like I was at the mall t- the other day and there was still, I'd say like 20% of the people that didn't even have masks on, period. And they all looked like, <laughs> every one of them had a face God. like, yeah, say something. Say something <laughs> to me. Oh, Jesus. They were all like these buff guys in Ed Hardy-esque t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, Tampa. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, so the last few months have been crazy. And I consider myself a homebody, but it's so much different to like when it first shut down to not be able to to like not be able to go out against your will. Like it's like usually I'm okay ordering $40 burgers on Uber Eats and not leaving the house. But then it was like, wait a second, I have to order Uber Eats? (laughs) You should not do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, we've been, you know, Court had to stay home from school. He was very depressed about it. He's in middle school now. So it was like he was getting his little social life popping. Oh, he was getting his swerve on, huh? Oh my gosh. He's like, well, now that he's back in school. (laughs) All right. So he's in seventh grade now. Now that he's back in school, he's got like his little style and his little Uh ripped jeans and his little Nike t-shirts. And he, he had a girlfriend and he wore a new outfit to school just to break up with her. I was like, wow, boy in training over here. Like, what is this? And then every dude that he tells that are like, yeah, that's right. That's what you do. Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) Tampa. What can I say? (laughs) There's not even just Tampa people. This is like his dad, like my cousins, like anyone he talks to about it. Oh, Lord. At least he's talking. Yeah, so he's feeling himself, and that's a new thing. He, I have like 20 uh, selfies on my phone of him trying to look suave. Great. Um, but other than that, I really uh, tried to work on myself this year because I had a lot of time for some self-reflection. I mean, Chase takes more and more and more attention as he gets older. He's one and a half now, and he is just like climbing on a table into his high chair like mm. in the span of two minutes, and you're like, wait, what? How'd you get in there? Like, all I did was... Grab a mug out the cabinet. Like, what's going on? Pretty wiggly at that age. (laughs) Oh, God. Trying to kill himself all day, every day. 
And but other than that, I've been having I've been trying to carve out some time for myself to work on my projects and I'm working on my see the girls girl. I'm not doing ask Carolyn Ashley. I know that's what I said last time. But guys, everything's about growth and change and self discovery. (laughs) (laughs) And I discovered for myself that ask Carolyn Ashley was whack. I never felt it. I am a see the girls girl girl. (laughs) That makes sense. Totally. So um, I'm starting my YouTube. Actually, I think that it might have started already by the time this goes up. It's starting January 3rd, so. You're really showing what's behind the curtain here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what day is today and when is this, what day is this day supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it so is whatever day it airs. <laughs> yeah, your video posted yesterday, friend. Oh, oh yes. My, so my video posted yesterday, See the Girls Girl, check it out. It's all about, it's kind of about a little recap of what I have been going through in the last few years. And you guys, if you've been listening, you know that I've been struggling doing my videos again. I had all kinds of uh, just blocks, just things that are, were not beliefs that were just not allowing me to do it. Like if you have a belief that is uh, contradictory to what you really want to be doing, that belief is going to keep you back and they're not, it's not going to let you do it. And so I really had to uh, examine that over the last year. And I did some work on myself. And I'm, you know what? God damn it. I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. Good job, Good. Carolyn. I'm Yay. proud of you. All right. So what are you doing, Becca? What's up? Oh, man. Okay. So what did I do? I did a lot. I did a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, basically, what happened to me was I was pregnant. And I was thinking, um, Emil and I, I, I had kind of like happened upon this house. I looked in this neighborhood at a school for Joe. And I was like, oh, I love this neighborhood. And I th- I've been thinking for a long time about whether or not I was going to stay in New Orleans or leave New Orleans and go back mm-hmm. up north or go somewhere else entirely. And one of the challenges I was having here was that I was really finding it difficult to like place myself in any of the neighborhoods that I had lived before um, or that I could hmm. go. Like now that I was a person with kids, I wanted right. to go to a more kid-friendly neighborhood, but a lot of the like quote-unquote kid-friendly neighborhoods down here did not necessarily appeal to me for one reason or another. So mm. I happened upon this little pocket of um, Gentilly, and I was like, I want to live over here. So then I found this house, and then it, the house was just like bothering me. Um, we kept saying we weren't going to buy it, and then finally we were like, okay, we are going to buy it. And then we bought it, and we signed the papers like – a week before school shut down. So, of course, like, oh, automatically, I was like, oh, my God, we just bought this freaking house. Like, Emil's going to lose his job. All my weddings are rescheduling. Like, how are we ever going to pay for this? You know, it just, like, was a... Yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a lot of emotional anxiety about whether or not, like, we were going to survive the times, which I'm sure you guys had in the, like, restaurant industry, too. Yeah. But, um... You know, so we anyway, the house needed like a major renovation. So we just started that project. But of course, it was delayed because of COVID. And then, of course, also my kids were home. So I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old with me all day long. Emil was still working full time. Um, The renovation was going on. It just was like so much uh, pressure and no time. And then also just my third pregnancy in five years. I was just really, really tired and achy. And, um, it just, I mean, there's no way to say it except that it sucked, sucked. So (laughs) as a low, I would say that like, I felt pretty upset about like the piling on of all these, these things. And then the inescapability of my situation, which a lot of people had that, you know, just like couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything, couldn't get any help. It just felt like 
I just, I just felt so stuck in this like really overwhelming thing. Um, again, I was in a lot of pain with the pregnancy. I had the baby mm. during COVID, which was just not that fun. It was like pretty weird at the hospital. Um, yeah. and then my family couldn't come to visit. No friends could come and see him, which was hard. And, um, you know, and I think just in general, I'm like suffering from the same like low level anxiety that a lot of people have talked about, which is like, all this uncertainty that creeps into yeah. my thoughts all the time about, you know, what's going to happen and whether or not we're going to be okay. And if, you know, the economy is really bad and like, uh, you know, just if we don't have enough money and all the, all that stuff like manifests in my thoughts in a lot of ways that I've really noticed. Um, mm. But it's not all bad. So there are some good things like we did move into our house, which it's not that much bigger than the last house, but the layout of it is a lot better for our family. And we have a backyard now and we got like a swing set. So being home nice. with the kids, yeah, is so much more manageable than where we were. It just like the, it, we're just able to spread out a little bit and just a refresh in what we're looking at. You know, we were stuck in that house for the first six months of COVID and now mm. we're in this one. So it's just new, which right. I think really like re-energized us all. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then, of course, um, actually having my work canceled ended up being pretty good because I was able to kind of step in and do the childcare. And then I had more time with the baby, which was really nice. Um, and, you know, Emil did not lose his job. So that was really good to, that he was able to keep working and I had some time off. And then um, I did a couple of events this fall, like small weddings that were really nice. And it was really fun to see people come together. And it was, yeah. you know, it was like, really special to like do those little weddings even though they were small it still felt really good to know that mm -hmm. things could start to move forward and of course my son he's great um leo emil loving on him is just so great um and it's just really nice he's so adorable He's going to be a spoiled young man, two older sisters. It's like all boys at this house. And I'm constantly just like, well, not Chase. Obviously, he doesn't have any ideas yet. But Court and Paul, I'm constantly like, yo, like what? Yeah. Like, no, that is not how, that's no. That's not how it works. That's not oh, how you're, do things. You're in a rough, you're in rough shape over there. Oh Three to God. one. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The amount oh, of man. pee on seats. Like, I'd rather put a seat down <laughs> than sit on a seat. And have pee. And I don't know who it is, Paul, Court, if you're listening. I know you're not. But it's one of y'all. And oh I'm over my God. it. It's probably both of them. I'm sure it is both of them. Like, guys are just the most ridiculous. It is just like living in a zoo. Well, how do you not notice and just wipe it up, you know? Why don't you just lift the seat up? I much rat Like, I've never, like, the only time I ever fell into a lifted toilet seat, like that, like, stereotype, like, oh, he never puts those toilet seat down. The only time I actually right. did that was, like, when I was a kid and my dad left the toilet seat up and it was, like, middle of the night and I had to go to the bathroom really bad or something and I didn't look. Yeah. Otherwise, like, how do you not see that? Like... Right. You, so you just, can manage it. You can put the seat back down. Yeah, sure. so, or they could. They could lift it and put it back down. But like, I let's give I, them two tasks. I would rather them just, just even, just if you could just lift it, that'd be great. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then because it's so, two of them. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. We don't have to talk more about no. that. <laughs> you, no, you finish your thought. That seemed important. There's two of them. So, so if I fuss about it, they're just like, look at, look, listen to her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're just like, like I'm the asshole. 
All right. So pea seats aside, <laughs> where did we leave off? If we look back to the last things we were talking about, what was going on? Um, I think it's important we just acknowledge where we were so we can talk about where we're going. Yeah, so where do we leave off? We left off, I believe our last episode was March 16th, and it was like right before my my son's school shut down. But yep. um, we were talking about, let me, let me look, but we were talking about going from casual to a real relationship, and I was, I'm wondering like if COVID uh, changed that timeline for some people. Like were you, oh, I'm sure. like if you were casual with someone in the beginning, like did you immediately just be like, you know what, we're together now because we can't go out and meet other people. So listen, <laughs> I don't want right. to go out and date and catch chlamydia and COVID. So you're the one right. for so right now. <laughs> you're you're with me now. Well, no, think about all the people that had to start spending all this time together and they were like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, actually, I hate you. <laughs> I actually feel bad for people who are like stuck in the house with someone that they already had an inkling like this is not right. <laughs> and now it's just like now you're just stuck. But maybe well, that- even like. Brought some things to light, you know? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that even personally that's done that for a lot of people is like a lot of people are just trudging along going like, this is fine, this is fine, this is Mm -hmm. fine, this is fine. And then it ground to a halt and they were looking at it and they were like, wait a minute, is this fine? Yeah. Is this fine? And now I think like, honestly, I think this New Year's is going to bring up a lot of like emotional baggage for people because it's always so pregnant with like, oh, it's the New Year's. I've got to figure out what I'm doing, who I'm going to be, like make these changes. And now it's like people have been for six months going, is this fine? Is this fine? Is this fine? Is this fine? And now they're like, wait, is this fine? Yeah. It's not. It's not fine. How am I going to fucking make it fine? You know, so. Yeah. No. Good news, though. We're here to help. No, definitely. I think that uh, if you didn't reevaluate your life at all in 2020, then right. something something's wrong. <laughs> Right, exactly. You're a robot. I feel like everyone had to reevaluate at least some things because it did. You know, it made you have a lot of extra time to sit. And if you didn't spend all that time watching Tiger King, we never even got to address Tiger King. But you know what? It's over now. (laughs) For Uh, shame. (laughs) For shame. (laughs) What are we going to (laughs) do? So if you didn't spend all your time watching that and like other stuff on Netflix and order just a bunch of shit on Amazon... (laughs) And just like right, get into like an internet hole. Then yeah, I think that you had to just think like, is is my life working for me right now? Like maybe I need another stream of income, or maybe I need to start a business, or maybe you know I need to break up with my boyfriend because I can't spend I can't spend another hour with him. Right. Well, also like you know, it's like for a lot of people, I think they probably first week, second week, first month, second month, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm binging Netflix. But by that third or fourth month, oh you God. have to go, okay, what the, like, I, I, I've avoided myself this whole time. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, how long can you possibly keep that up, you know? It's so true because I can't even, I can't even watch, t- like, I, I haven't watched TV really, unless there is something that is like, okay, we are going to watch this now. Like, I cannot right. scroll. If I, if I have to scroll for another show ever again I feel like I've done it like I feel like I did that so much over the summer and everything where I was just scrolling trying to find something for like 35 minutes yeah you're not gonna get those hours back that's for sure (laughs) so yeah so if you weren't sick of yourself and just said you know what let me just sit quietly for a second and just figure out what the hell is going on right now right exactly 
Okay, well, you know where we also left off on Shayla's question. Ooh. Poor Shayla, Shayla wrote to us, asked about her partner who was not introducing her to their family. And we totally dropped the ball on your question, Shayla, and we're sorry. Well, Shayla, I bet he still didn't introduce you to his family, and now he has a good damn reason to. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, I would introduce you to my mom, but COVID. Yeah. She's super old, and she's got asthma. I mean, it's just terrible, so we can't meet her. Oh my but God. if you haven't met her over Zoom, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. And uh, why don't you write us back and tell us what the current situation is, if you're still listening, and we will definitely chime back in. Yes, Shayla. And we, we're sorry. Yes, and he should have. You should have. You should have zoomed with somebody in the family by now, for sure. Yes, by now, for sure. Um, okay, so you kind of alluded to the different stuff you've been working on, but did you want to expand on that at all to say uh, the things you're doing? Or yeah, so um, I restarted my YouTube. I am creating an online course. Okay, so pause. How do we find your YouTube? We go on YouTube. We put in "Sees the Girls Girl" C, and it'll pop right up. C as in Carol, the Girls Girl, and it's yeah, Perfect. it should pop up. It will. <laughs> You're like, I think. <laughs> no, definitely. It definitely will. <laughs> okay, great. And yeah, also... 100% will be there when you go, so definitely go. <laughs> oh, well, no. Like, there is a channel there. So... Right. It'll pop up. <laughs> um, and I just posted yesterday, guys. So, duh. Um, She's learning. And uh, you can go on Instagram and follow me at See the Girls Girl. And also, like... So... I'm working on a course. Me and Becca are working on a course together. And um, I've been doing some workshops around Tampa, some wellness centers, workshops on how to get unstuck and move past your uh, limiting beliefs and your old choices so you can move forward into 2020. Or whoa, 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 whoa. 2021. We do not uh. want to move forward into 2020. <laughs> no. Move forward into 2021 with a new, a new vision, a new perspective, new hope. That's great. And I can't think of another another good word, but renewed, renewed in right. 2021. So I'm well, excited. and that was our ultimate mission for the first season. You know, is we wanted to help people get unstuck. Mm-hmm. You know, to find a, a new life worth living. And really, like what our most successful episodes that people connected to and that people still write us about and talk to us about are these episodes about that exact thing, about setting goals, about getting unstuck, about figuring out why it is that you cannot do whatever it is you want to do, that you you see what you want to do, or sometimes you don't. But if you even when you do, even when you have it clearly in your head, day to day, you're not taking the actions you need to be taking to put that vision into reality, right? To make it mm-hmm. in the real world. And so, you know, you're, you're going back to that, which is, you know, after 2020, it's great. A lot of people need to start fresh with that. I'm going back to that. And in general, the podcast is going back to that. So that's all, that's all working in the same We're channel. all back. We're all getting back to it. Yep. Got to. Got to. What are we going to do otherwise, right? Yeah. You can only watch Tiger King so many times. That's right. Exactly. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's all sounds really exciting. And I can't wait to hear about these, these workshops that you're doing and especially at the wellness center and the in-person stuff that's exciting. And it seems uh, really scary and I hope that it goes well for you. (laughs) Well, it is January 4th, so they've already gone well. (laughs) Oh, great. Yes. Perfect. 
good, good, good. I'm learning. Um, okay. And I have been, I've been working on my house a lot. Um, nice. I've, of course, since I moved, it gave me a good opportunity. It was really weird because I moved when I was like at the end of my pregnancy and I was nesting. So I couldn't throw anything away. I had to move. My plan was to throw it all away or donate yeah. it. But then all the donation centers were closed because mm. of COVID. And then I was nesting, so I couldn't throw anything away. I was like, I need all of this stuff. Every <laughs> single thing that's here, I need it. Probably or maybe. So I brought everything here, and I've slowly been going through it and trying to get rid of it. Um, and, you know, and that's kind of like like just this. I'll get to this in the coping part, but retail therapy is... You know, I know that it's there for a reason and we all use it and it's like part of being American and being a capitalist and all that stuff is that we buy shit. But oh my God, someone hold me accountable in 2021. I want to stop buying things. I need to stop. <laughs> what do you do? You do are you an Amazon or are you like a, I'm going to search? Yes, I'm an Amazon and I don't want to give Jeff Bezos any more money. I, know. I don't want to. I know. And, and I buy crap. Like ultimately, if you buy one nice thing, that you can keep for 10 years or 20 years or 30 years or whatever. It's one thing that you have. Mm -hmm. If you buy 15 crappy things yeah. that cost the same cost as that one nice thing, then you have them and you toss them and you buy them and you toss them and you buy them and you toss yep. them. It's exhausting. Like just let's all learn the lesson once and for all. Buy the one quality thing and fucking keep it. I'm like that with like, pots. It's just... Like, I'm like, let me get this $20 yes. skillet. And it's like, oh, this yes. it's fucked. It's so stupid. Three months buy, later. And then two years later, you got to get another one. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I'm over it. I'm over it. And I'm really, really, really going to work on that more this year. But I've also been soul searching on what to do with my business and like it slowed down. And then there was the baby and I was like, oh, am I going to do this or not? Am I going to open it back up again? Or am I going to close it down? And I just could not come to a decision on it. So I decided that I was going to keep it open and really give it like the old college try mm. and see what it can become. And, uh, I'm going to try some things out with that. So I've got, uh, a couple of ideas I'm fleshing out there, but I'm definitely going to have my blog going. Um, I've got, uh, I'm doing weddings. I've got the four venues that I'm managing and I'm going to be using a lot of my knowledge and the stuff that I've had inside. And I'm definitely going to be pushing out a lot of more of these ideas, tips and tricks and information about New Orleans event industry and all that stuff to uh, my audience. And so that's I'm, that's a big goal that I have for 2021. That'll be awesome. Becca told me about some of her ideas. I'm like, damn, I wish somebody would do that shit for Tampa because we need it. So yeah, you New Orleans people, people want to know lucky. where to go. They want the insider track. So I'm going to Becca's going to bless you. Know, you. I've, like, what did I say to you yesterday? I said, well, I've got opinions and I like hearing the sound of my voice. So maybe I'll just <laughs> get a career on that. <laughs> Okay, so a couple more things. Coping mechanisms. Did you come up with anything good over the last year of how to so treat yourself? I've usually I've used yoga and meditation a lot to cope, and everyone says that, and everyone's like, "Yeah, do yoga, meditate." Uh. <laughs> no, meditation is important, but it really it really did help me. But um, I read this book called "The Power of Letting Go" by John Perkis. And he suggested that the next time you're really angry at someone, or the next time you're just really frustrated, or feeling like, you know, highly emotional or like you can't calm down that to just get very present and notice, you know, your feet on the floor, notice how your feet feel in your shoes or how they feel on the carpet or the hardwood, feel how your hands are like, like right now I'm 
holding my hands together so I'm feeling like my fingers or just notice that your surroundings and really bring yourself into the present moment and those emotions definitely fall away I mean they still come up I'm going to use an example I was in the a parking lot like because when I read that I was like that is some bullshit right there <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's no way you're going to be angry and you're like, you know what? Let me just feel my feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Little woo-woo. Yeah. So I was in a parking lot and I was walking by this lady and I swore she was like, bitch, I don't know. This happens very rarely, but I swore she was talking about me. Like, I don't know what she... I'm, like. She probably I wasn't. I know she probably wasn't, but like, <laughs> I felt a bad energy from her and she was like grumbling and just like and I thought she was talking about me like I, I really did but it wasn't enough I didn't it wasn't not enough for me to confront her about it like what because <laughs> I wasn't sure uh -huh. but I still got really really angry and like times like that where I get angry and I can't and I don't say anything to the person I just like I I was going to Home Depot and I would have been mad in Home Depot the whole time just thinking about it. So I tried it. Right. Like it happened when I was getting out of my car. I tried it. I was like, okay, hands on the car. All right, nice. Feet on the ground, keys. And then like I really did. Like the anger subsided. I was like, holy shit. And then like two minutes later yeah. when I thought about it and got mad again, I was like, no, okay. Stroller in my hands, walking on the floor, lights in Home Depot. All right, all right. And every time I did it, I felt better and better. And then eventually, right. like, I just forgot about that lady. Whereas, like, some asshole said something to me, like, five years ago. Like, somebody, I had no idea who they are, like, commented on my shirt, and I heard them. And I still think about it to this day. And I feel like maybe right. if I would have done that exercise then, I would not even remember that guy right now. <laughs> yes. And you know what is also helpful to me sometimes is this, like, wisdom about thinking about, like, is this going to matter to me in an hour mm -hmm. or a day yeah. or a week yeah. or a month or six months or a year? And you're like, no. no. Yeah. This doesn't fucking matter at all. Right. It doesn't matter in five minutes. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter in one minute. It, it actually didn't matter when it happened. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, like, like taking yourself kind of and getting, like, the, you know, the bird's eye view of it yeah. um, is another way. But also, like you said, like, just, just feeling like, like the only thing you have day to day is your present moment is, so is the moment you're actually experiencing. And so that thing that happened, what she said is gone forever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reminding yourself to move forward and that you are moving forward is probably very powerful. Yeah. And I also noticed that all my other kind of coping mechanisms that are the best ones like not like smoking and drinking but like the yoga the meditation I like to like doodle and do those little you know I don't buy those little books but I always want to but I'm, I just doodle and like color on paper and um, right I realized that all of those things take me into the present moment and that's why they work and that, I think that's why people recommend them so much and talk about mindfulness so much is because when you bring yourself to the present moment it sounds like it's so it's too simple to work and I think that's why I rolled my eyes like what like no it's got to be more yeah no tell me something else <laughs> but well but it really does it really does just like let those other things fall away when you are really focused on what's happening like right now. Sure. And like the, that's the thing too, is that there's, you know, the outside world and then there's the interior world. So when you start noticing those things around you and, and I will say, you know, so many times we've talked about your cell phone and unplugging and, you know, living in this like virtual space that's not real mm -hmm. and that can feel real and can certainly feel real inside of you. Right. But when you actually like you take a little walk, you notice the air, you look at like the leaves rustling on the trees. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I'm here. I'm a, 
I'm a being in the world, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not like consumed by these thoughts that are driven by, you know, a, a, a space on your phone that doesn't really exist. Like it, it allows you to say, these are things that are actually here in my hands. Right. And these are thoughts that aren't real, you know? And so I think like, like finding the physicality is, is part of putting yourself actually in a physical space, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Walks are nice. Yeah, especially. I had that too. I had a uh, living in the moment, noticing small details around you. Um, and then I think for coping too, like I've really tried to, like I've given a lot for sure during this time. Um, I felt so lucky to have, like I said, you know, the income and Emil and I gave a lot of uh, money to, you know, we never talk politics on this podcast, but whatever, I won't say who, but I uh, <laughs> gave a lot of money yeah. to a certain uh, candidate of Joe Biden and um, <laughs> and those people. And um, I also, though, gave a lot to people that I know directly. So you know, I had a couple opportunities to help folks that I interact with and that were struggling. And I, I gave like directly to someone and that felt really good to um, have like an open heart and to, to be kind of participating in my community in that way. And then I've come back to running again. Um, I've been running a lot and that always does all of these things for me. It puts me in nature. It reminds me of the physicality of my body. It gives me endorphins from working out, but it also gives me some time to myself. So that sort of like for me is the ultimate pairing of all the things that make me feel Mm. better. Funny that you mentioned giving because the other day, it was before Christmas. I mean, Christmas was so long ago. It's January now. (laughs) Right. Um, We, me and uh, (laughs) my oldest son, Cortland, we saw this guy and he had asked me for some money so he can get to this hotel that was across the street. And he asked me for like $8. I didn't have any cash. So I went to the gas station and got him like a, a couple 20s and like some food and, um, like a bottle of water and stuff. And my son was like, Mom, you're like Spider-Man right now. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Court. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel like that, though. You know, it's so easy to turn yourself off, but like, why? Like, it's just, it doesn't, you know, doesn't serve you. And that's what I told him. I was like, we are so lucky right now. Like, we're so lucky to be able to, like, have a good life and have food on the table and have our bills paid. And there's so many other people who are struggling, so... It's a good lesson to teach kids, like, be a giving person. Because, not only because mm-hmm. it makes you feel good, but it's just, like, we're, we're all one here, people. That right. guy that I saw on the road, that guy is me. That's how I see it. Anyhow. Heal the world. <laughs> make, make it a better, better place. place. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, one thing I learned Uh, I will share this. So I am the type of person that piles on. We've talked about this again a lot of times, (laughs) but I just max myself out. I think, what is the ultimate amount of shit I can fit into one day? (laughs) Like, how can I be as busy as humanly possible? (laughs) And what I learned through the pandemic in a very visceral, real way that I'm, it changed my life. It changed my perspective on this is I am never going to max out to a hundred percent again, because I did that by buying the house and taking on the renovation while I was pregnant. I was like, this will be fine. But the only way it could have ever been fine, I realize now, is if nothing went wrong. Right. And, you know, of course I didn't foresee a (laughs) pandemic. I know. Well, sure. That stuff and stuff did go wrong with the renovation, of course. But, 
you know, but like I didn't, I was like not, of course I wasn't thinking, oh, well, it's definitely going to be like a year long, you know, global pandemic. Right. But the point is that you never know what can happen. You can fall and break your foot. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a family member get sick. You can like all of a sudden have to travel somewhere for some reason. You know, anything can happen. And so you must leave 20% wiggle room so that when things go wrong, you're not overfilled. Because what happened to me is I did not leave any wiggle room, which is quite normal for me. And then this thing happened and it overfilled me to the point where it, it was just like really, really, really difficult to manage. Like very, like the worst I've ever had it. And it just, I can't ever let that happen again because, um, I, I don't know if I'd survive it a second time. <laughs> to be honest, I think that was a one-time deal. <laughs> yeah. I think we've learned through this podcast that like you are like an attacker and I'm an avoider. I don't know if attacker is the right word, but you're like a filler upper yeah. and I'm an avoider. Yep. Like you, Yes. Max out your days when you feel like anxious about anything or like you just max, max, max. And anytime like I'm feeling like, oh, no, I'm like, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> right. Yes. It's it's this it's two different ways to deal with the same problem. Yeah. You know, so so that it's it's one's not better than the other. That's for sure. No. And my uh, avoidance really made me sick of myself. Like I just got so sick of myself. And I think that's really just what made me be like, all right, it's time. I can't like, I literally cannot complain about this anymore. I can't think about this anymore. I can't like watch any more TV. I can't smoke any more weed. I can't have another fucking old fashioned. Like I just can't do any of it anymore. Like I was so sick of myself. It was almost like a rock bottom. I mean, I've actually had like a rock bottom of drugs and stuff, but this felt like Every rock bottom is different in your stage of life. Like, there is no way I could get to that drug rock bottom now. But it was like a rock bottom for where I am right now, where I just felt so shitty and lifeless every day, and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I think that I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be better. I have been trying to be better about avoiding my issues and, you know, tackling things head on instead of just being like, oh, I'm not going to look at that. I'm just going to. I'm just going to turn my head and look over here where the sun is shining um, yeah. because it really well, just piles, like, you know, the things you get more and more anxious because more and more shit you're avoiding is just piling up and like screaming at you and you're like, shush, hush, right. hush. Right. <laughs> well, I honestly do the best when we do this podcast together and we're meeting weekly and talking through this stuff and setting goals with each other and keeping each other accountable. I do the best. So I'm excited to get back to that because I think it's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's good for me. And I think it's certainly good for the folks who listen too. So, um, that's a perfect segue to kind of talk about what we're going to be doing next. Yes. So, um, we had, you know, we kind of, so the first whole season was about self-improvement, these ideas that we love to talk about and reiterate and repeat, and everybody needs to hear it, you know, 18 million times mm-hmm. before it sinks in, before they get tired of themselves. Um, and then the second season we started tackling relationships and that was fruitful, I thought, but at this point it doesn't really make sense to go back to that because ain't nobody having relationships right now. Yeah, so right. maybe we'll table that for later. Um, so we're kind of going back to basics, but what we're going to do this time is instead of just exploring these ideas and talking through them, we're actually going to set you guys up with an, an eight uh, episode course. So this is going to be something you could listen to once or twice or 10 times or 20 times. doesn't matter, but really from the beginning, we're going to set you on how to figure out what an achievable goal will be. And then we're going to go week by week, figuring out how to knock down the barriers to achieving that goal. And then at the end, we're going to kind of digest what we learned. And then if you 
get that goal finished, then you could start the program over with a new goal. And we have specific things we're trying to do. So we'll be right alongside with you Mm -hmm. kind of working through our own stuff. Um, But I think this will be kind of an interesting test to see if we can really find ways to help you like measurably improve over the course of two months um, rather than just kind of digging into this in an abstract way and talking about it, which is helpful. But we wanted to give you more constructive, um, like more constructive ideas about how to actually push through and move forward once you've decided what you want to do. And I think eight eight weeks is a great uh, goal setting timeline because, you know, you you have to get some clarity on what you want. You got to reorganize your beliefs and you got to, you know, you have things that you have to like get your mind right before you can even tackle these goals. And then, you know, we'll give you some tips and tips and tricks. (laughs) I hate that phrase. And really like actual instruction for what to do. Instruction is better. Tips and tricks sound whack. Well, that too. We always give tips and tricks, but you know, that, tips and, and these tricks, tricks are ain't our main bread and butter. I've been wanting to yeah. say that since Sex and the City, so forgive me. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yes. So, okay. So we're going to do, so today we've done a recap. Next week, we're going to really kind of talk more about this program, what it's going to be. We're going to like lay it out for you guys. Um, and then after that, we are going to uh, do something special with our, with our guys, right? Yes. So we are going to be doing an interview with Emil, Becca's hubby and Paul, my man. And it'll be interesting. We're going to do a little Q and A with both of them. Um, I don't know who's going to be up first, but it's going to be a back to back week to week interviews with the dudes see how they are some people have asked for this um so we're gonna give it to you why not you can hear their voices and see what they think about what we do and just be a a different sound on the pod Mm -hmm. um and then we're just really excited to uh put out our new season on march 8th and you guys can look for that and like we said it'll be eight weekly episodes um that you know are, are really applicable to this question of is this okay? Right. And by March 8th. <laughs> is this fine? That's what I was saying earlier. Is this fine? Is this fine? Is this, wait, is this fine? No, this is not fine. <laughs> and March 8th will be good because by then you will have major New Year's resolutions. You will have dropped mm-hmm. them and you will have started feeling right. bad about yourself. So March 8th yes. will be a good time <laughs> for you to be like, God damn it. You know what? Let me get back on the wagon. Exactly. <laughs> and how many videos will you have posted by March 8th? Uh, how many weeks is that? Uh, eight weeks? About eight weeks? About uh, nine weeks, maybe? I post every Sunday, so. Okay, great. So you'll have nine then. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. And you know what? So Terry Gross, the other day I was listening to Fresh Air, and she was like, you know, everyone keeps talking about how bad 2020 is, but isn't it possible that 2021 will just be worse? <laughs> And I was like, Terry, no. Well, 2021 will be what you make it. For sure. I mean. Hey, we should end on that. That's perfect. There you go. All right. So for this week, for this year, for, uh, well, now we're in 2021, right? We are. We are. This is 2021 right now. Right now. Heck yeah. Reporting from the future. (laughs) This has been Carolyn and Becca saying. What are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Mask up, girl.